There was an old Jewish story that is told to children. Ang story ganito. When God was thinking about sending Moses back to Egypt to help his people, sinubukan muna siya ng Diyos. Okay? Remember, God does not send anyone without testing them first. Eh, nung sinabi natin, go forth, go forth, may pagsubok po yan. Okay? And so before God could send Moses back to Egypt to help his people, sinubukan muna ni Lord si Moses. And so one day, Moses was tending his flock, watching over the sheep. Pag-uwi ni Moses, he found out na kulang yung sheep niya. There was one little sheep that is not there anymore. So hinanap niya. Remember, shepherds, kahit gaano karami yung flock nila, kahit gaano karami yung sheep nila, kilala nila bawat isa. Okay? May pangalan yan. They know it. Ganyan ang shepherd. And so when, when Moses found out that it was lacking one sheep, Moses went back and started to look for that sheep. So ginabi siya, then kinabukasan, hindi niya makita. He went back to the mountains to try to find the sheep. And at that particular moment when he heard the sheep, umiiyak yung sheep narinig ni Moses, then he started to climb the mountain. It was at that moment that God also observed him what he will do. Ano bang gagawin ni Moses? And finally, nung nakita niya yung sheep, you know, tinitingnan ni Lord, baka paluin niya, baka katayin niya na lang, sa sobrang inis. But when Moses saw that sheep, Moses gently picked up that sheep and kissed it. Inalikan ni Moses. Inembrace niya yung sheep and he carried that sheep all the way back in his arms. And when God saw that, sabi ng Diyos, this will shepherd my people. Okay, siyang mag-aalaga and he's, I'm going to send him and take care of my people. You know, there is a question in the Old Testament, the book of Genesis. When God was looking for Abel, tinanong niya ang kapatid ni Abel, si Cain. He asked Cain, Cain, where is your brother? Saan yung kapatid mo? And Cain responded to God by saying, Am I my brother's keeper? Tagaalaga ba ako ng kapatid? Yan ang tanong ni Cain. And you know that question, Am I my brother's keeper? From the Old Testament, sinagot yan. Christianity answered it clearly in the New Testament. We are on a journey together lahat tayo. When we received Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, when we were baptized, we were grafted into the church. We are not meant to be alone. You cannot live out the Christian life alone. We have to be in community always. Amen? Hindi pwedeng individualistic ang Christianity mo. You know, that is the spirit of the world. 
the spirit of the world is that, you know, it's me. At wala akong pakialam sa mundo. It's just me. And some Christians have already adopted that mentality. Wala akong pakialam sa ibang tao as long as buhay ako. It's just me. And some Christians have that mentality also. It's just me and God. Okay? I don't need the church. I don't need other Christians. It's just me and God. That spirit, we bring that inside the church. And that's how we live our Christianity. You know, mamimili tayo. Saan ba tayo? Saan ako pupunta? Saan church? You know? We think that we can choose any fellowship, any church we would like. But you see, when... when we were baptized. We were grafted into the body of Christ. And God placed every part of the body in its place. There is no room for individualism. Why? Because that kind of spirit breeds arrogance. Nagiging mayabang tayo. Nagkakaroon tayo ng independent spirit. And when you have that kind of spirit, you do not need God at all. We are in a journey together. Hindi, it's not coincidence that we come to this fellowship, to this church. You know, magkaiba yung background natin. Some of you has come as far as Bicol. Okay? May mga tao dito from Bicol pa. Ba't ka nandito? Okay? Why are you here? Because God has moved us here so we can be a community. And to journey, we have to journey together as a community. Hindi pwedeng isa. It's going to be dangerous pag nag-iisa ka lang while you journey in life. We have to move together as a community. There is strength when we come together as a people. And because of that, because of God's design for us to be in community, then we have to understand bakit inutos ng Diyos. His commandment is only one. Okay? To love God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength, and to love your neighbor as you love yourself. Who is your neighbor? Okay? Who is your neighbor? Your neighbor is your brother and your sister in the Lord. Amen? We are to love one another. And how do we do that? How do we love each other? We take care of each other. Amen? So, ang question, am I my brother's keeper? Anong sagot sa New Testament? Yes, we are. I am my brother's and my sister's keeper. We have the responsibility to take care of each other. Amen? Yan ang buhay kristyano. Buhay community. And because we live in community, we have to love each other. And how do we express our love? We love each other by taking good care of each other. Alagaan natin ang bawat isa. Especially our spiritual life. Amen? We have to take care of each other. That is why in our gospel today, makikita mo, Sabi dito ni Lord, ang unang sinabi niya, What do you think? Again, question na naman si Lord. Diba? Tinatanong tayo. Ano nga ang ibig sabihin pag tinatanong tayo ni Lord? Gusto ni Lord, mag-isip tayo. Okay? Alam na ni Lord yung sagot. 
but He asked the question for us to discover the answer. We need to think, okay? What do you think? And He talks about a man with a hundred sheep. Ang daming sheep niyon, 100. Okay? But He lost one. Nawala sa kanya yung isa. What will He do? Sabi niya, what do you think? Sabi niya, a shepherd normally would leave the 99 behind and will look for that one sheep that is straying. Okay, naliligaw. Kaya nawawala dahil naliligaw. Hahanapin talaga ng shepherd yun. Okay? And when he finds that sheep, he will rejoice over that sheep more than, more than, he would rejoice over the 99 who is not straying. There is excitement. There is that joy in the shepherd once you find your lost sheep. What is this trying to tell us? This is our attitude as God's people. Amen? When we see someone in our community straying, or moving away from the path where God wants us to go, we need to have the heart to look after that sheep, to find that sheep, to bring that sheep back into safety. Amen? Naintindihan ba natin? Huwag tayo magkaroon ng attitude na bahala siya sa buhay niya. Desisyon niya yan. Matanda na yan. Okay? We must at least try okay, to find that brother or sister who is erring in his way. Akalain mo, nag-journey tayo. Alam natin yung daan. Dito tayo dadaan lahat. Merong isa dyan, lumilihis na. Nakikita mong lumilihis. Mahuhulog na lang sa bangin yan. Tapos sabihin mong, bahala siya. May mata naman yan. Marunong naman yan. Hindi. Christ is trying to say to us here in the gospel today, we should at least try to bring that sheep back into the fold. Am I my brother's keeper? Yes, I am. We are a brother's keeper. Okay? Try to bring that brother who is straying. And the issue here is repentance. Bring him back. What is the purpose of repentance? Why would you Bring your brother to repentance so he can be reconciled to God. Amen? Yan ang purpose. God loves each and every one of His children. Walang anak ang Diyos na hindi niya mahal. Okay? And if we love God, we will also learn to love God's other children. Marami pong anak ang Diyos. Isa tayo doon. Okay? Magkakapatid po tayo. And if we love God, we have to learn to love God's other children. And if we love God's other children, we should also have the same attitude towards them as God's attitude towards them. Pareho. Pag may nawawala, hahanapin at ibabalik. Okay? Naintindihan ba ninyo? And so, this is what the gospel is saying to us. Now, also the gospel teaches us how we can do that as a community. Okay? 
si Lord din na nagturo how we are going to to reach out and seek out brothers and sisters who are straying from the community and how we can bring them back into repentance and finally into reconciliation. Now the first question is kailangan ba talaga father? You know, if your brother sins, if your brother is straying, kailangan ba talaga manghimasok? Ang tanong diyan eh. Okay? Pag hindi ko kilala yung tao, hindi ako nanghihimasok. Nahihiya ako. Okay? But if this someone that is straying is someone I know, someone I love, hindi na ako nag-aalanganin, no? Manghimasok. Okay? To himahimasok means to intervene. Okay? To reach out, to seek out, to warn. Alam mo sa first reading natin, sinabi talaga ni Ezekiel dito, the importance. One of our calling as a church is prophetic. Okay? When you are baptized as a Christian, you know, there are three things you need to understand. When you are baptized, you are baptized to become a king, a prophet, and a priest. Okay? Yung anointing na yan, ng priest, prophet, at king, nasa'yo yan. And as a prophet, it is our responsibility to always speak the Word of God, especially to our community. Kailangan mo sabihin. That's why sabi ni Ezekiel in our first reading, if you see your brother, tawag dito, wicked. But you see, pag sinabi natin wicked, it doesn't mean na hindi kilala ang Diyos niya. It doesn't mean that that person has no covenant with God. Remember, God was sending the prophet to his own people. But sabi niya, say to the wicked, these are people who are straying away from the commands of God. And it has become so dangerous for them. Delikado ang buhay pag umiiwas at lumalayo tayo sa Diyos. Minsan iniisip natin pag lumalayo tayo sa Diyos, nagagalit ang Diyos. Hindi po. Pag lumalayo tayo sa Diyos, naaawa ang Diyos sa atin. Kasi alam niya, God knows the danger that lurks around you when you stray away from Him. That's why He would try to seek you out. He would send a prophet. And this is what Ezekiel said, Warn that wicked person. Tell that wicked person, that erring brother, tell that person to go back, to repent, to return to God. Sabi niya, pag nakita mo yung kapatid mo na nagkakamali and sinning against God and you did not warn him, wala ka lamang sinabi, hinayaan mo lang siya, sabi niya, he's going to die in his sin. But when he die in his sin, his blood will be in your hands. In other words, damay ka. Akalain mo, nagpapakabait ka buong buhay mo that you will not sin against God. Talaga nagpapakabait ka. Ang ganda ng buhay mo. Tapos yung isang kapatid mo, gumagawa ng kasalanan, hindi mo lang sinabihan, pati ikaw sasama sa kanya sa impyerno. <laughs> Sayang naman. Okay? 
That's why it is important that we have to tell this brother. Amen? Because if he die in his sin, his blood will be in your hands. So you've got to warn him. You know, sinasabi ng Diyos kay Ezekiel, you warn him. But if he does not listen to you, if he does not listen to you in spite of your warnings, then he dies, but his blood will not be on you. Amen? Hindi ka damay dun. See, that's the, that's the reason why, as, as God's people, with a prophetic gift, we need to reach out. Go to our brother. You have the word that could bring him back. You must at least try to bring him back. Subukan mo lang, kausapin mo. Sabi niya, if that person listens, then solve na yung problema mo. But if that person does not listen to you and he dies because of his sin, at least, nagawa mo na yung role mo. His blood will not be in your hands. Okay? Yan ang first reading natin. The second reading in Romans speaks to us about love. We have to love each other. Wala tayong choice. If we are going to join God's family, then the only thing that God requires is for us to love. Wala na. Wala nang hinihingi si Lord. Just to love. And to love, like I've said, means that we need to take the responsibility to take care of each other. Amen? And we can do that in so many ways. Like for example, etong Sunday na to. You know, I prepare for the whole week. I pray, I listen to God. So I have something to share with you this Sunday. Something that you would have in your life. Something na pwede yung panghawakan. Something that will nourish your soul. You understand? That's my responsibility. That's how I love you, by taking good care of you. See to it that what I feed you, hindi ako namumulot kung ano-ano lang sa Facebook para ipakain sa inyo. Gusto nyo, candy na lang pakain ko sa inyo habang buhay. You know? Cannot be. I have to feed you. It's my responsibility as your brother to take care of you. And so I have to take care of your spiritual nutrition. Okay, see to it that what I feed you every Sunday is something that comes fresh from God's mouth. Amen? That's how we take care of each other. Now, here, we go to our gospel today. How do you bring a brother back to reconcile with God? Remember, you cannot separate the church from Christ. Hindi mo pwedeng sabihin, mahal ko lang si Jesus, pero yung simbahan, hindi ko mahal. That cannot be. The head is Christ, the church is His body. Hindi mo makikita talaga yan na putol ang ulo sa katawan. Amen? Para yung simbahan buhay, the head should always be attached to the body. Christ is always one with His people. Amen. Can you tell the person beside you, gisingin mo, sabihin mo, Christ is one with you. Oh, praise God. Di nagising, ano? Okay, yan lang naman yan. Okay, nagising. So Christ and the body, His church is one. 
if you're going to love God, you have to love one another. Okay? Yan ang sinasabi ng Diyos sa atin. And hindi mo rin maiwasan na lahat tayo sa katawan ni Kristo ay makasalanan. Amen? We are all sinners and sometimes we step on each other's toe, we elbow each other. Minsan hindi natin alam yung mga salita natin, nakakasakit ng kalooban okay, ng ibang tao. Sometimes we think, okay lang tayo, but we become offensive to other people. A church that is active and living will always have conflicts. you understand? Meron talaga yan. Kaya yung cellphone ko, pag nagre-ring yung cellphone ko, kinakabahan ako. Hindi yan kagaya ng cellphone ni Brother Joseph. Pag nagring yan, may perang papasok sa kanya. Okay? Sa akin, pag nagring yung cellphone ko, may problemang papasok sa akin. Okay? Pag sinagot ko yung cellphone ko, ito yung tono niyan. Father, alam ko na, problema na naman. Palit na lang kaya tayo ng cellphone. Okay? Isa kanya, pag nagring pera. Sa akin, problema. Okay? We will have problems. We will have conflicts. Why? We are on a journey together. We are all growing up into Christ. And we cannot avoid that sometimes we offend each other, we sin against each other. And most of the time, where do we sin? With our mouth. 90% ng kasalanan natin dito nang gagaling sa mga sinasabi natin. Okay? And one of the most deadly sin in a community and can destroy a community is gossip. Marites. Isa sa mga bagay yan na sumisira ng simbahan. Pag hindi natin na-control yan, hindi na-ayos yan, lahat tayo maging marites. Okay? Dagdagan pa ng mga marisol. Okay? Hindi tatagal yung community natin, masisira yung community natin. That's why Jesus already prepared in advance how we are going to conduct ourselves in a community, how we are going to walk together as a community na hindi tayo masira in spite of our sinfulness. Jesus already provided the way. Etong sinabi niya. If your brother sinned or sins against you, what is the first thing you do? Isumbong mo sa lahat, magmarites ka. Okay. That's not what Jesus said. Okay. If your brother sins against you, what will you do? You go to your brother personally. Approach your brother. Why? Are you your brother's keeper? Yes. Nakita mo nang mali ang ginawa. At sa'yo pa ginawa. Now you go to your brother and talk to your brother. Sabi dito. Kausapin mo siya. Take note. Hindi sinabi dito, go find someone that you can talk to. No, no. You don't talk to anyone else you talk to your brother first. Kayong dalawa lang, face to face, huwag mag-text. Lalaki ang away nyo pag nasa chat kayo. Okay? 
face to face mag-usap, tingnan mo yung mukha niya, tingnan mo yung mata niya, tingnan mo yung reaction niya. You know, you talk to your brother. When you go there, don't accuse your brother. The purpose of going to your brother is what? To take care of him, to love him. That's why you're not there to accuse him, but to bring him back. Amen? Yan ang purpose mo para maibalik mo siya. That's why when you start accusing your brother, ay wala, sira ka agad yan. Just to bring him back, you know? Huwag mong puntahan doon, sabihin mo, ikaw talaga napakasama mong tao. Ay, wala, gulo na kaagad yan. You go there, sabi mo, bad, may kailangan ako. I need to talk to you. Okay? And this is what I feel about the things you are doing. Itong nararamdaman ko. And you talk to that brother. Okay? So the first thing is you go to your brother. That's how you reconcile your brother. Ginagawa ba natin yan? Too often times, nahihiya tayo. Baka magalit. So hindi na lang. So anong ginagawa natin? Tatahimik lang tayo. Pag may nag-umpisang nagkwento dyan, dadagdag ka sa kwento. Ako rin eh. Oh. Kasi yung sama ng loob mo nandyan sa puso mo. Hindi mo na ilalabas. Have to bring it out. Okay? And the way to do that is to talk to your brother and begin to see your brother. Reconcile with your brother. Yan ang sinabi ni Lord. Hindi ako nagsabi niyan. You go. Okay? Etong sabi niya, if your brother listens to you, if your brother hears you, wow! Then solve na ang problema kaagad. Okay? You move on. Continue in your journey as brothers and sisters. You have done your part by loving and taking care of your brother. If he listens to you, in other words, he repents, he returns back and reconciles with you and with God. And you have won your brother. But, ang problema ito, what if he does not listen? What? Ako gaubra ka ron? Haman nga doon rin yung ginahambal kakon? What? Ako gaubra ka ron? Tama tang? I will not listen. So what will you do? Etong sabi ni Lord. The next step for reconciliation is you find other witnesses find two or three more witnesses and again wag kayong magchismisan kayong tatlong witness okay wag kayong magkwentuhan now father john minsan kasi nag-uusap kami yeah sometimes we talk but eto lang sinasabihin ko sa inyo never talk about a person na may mali na wala ka namang planong tulungan nagiging marites talaga yan. That is chismis. But if you're going to really help your brother, and sometimes you need to discuss things with other people, pag-usapan nyo, then it's okay. Okay? Kasi ang plano naman, tulungan siya eh. So mag-uusap tayo, ano, ano ba nangyari? Bakit ganito to? Eh, last year, ganun din ang ginawa sa akin. Ag- ikaw rin? Oo. So anong gawin natin? What can we do to help him? Yan. Hindi marites yan, pwede kayo mag-usap. 
Pero kung wala kayong balak na tulungan yung kapatid nyo, wag na kayong magkwentuhan. You will only sin against God. Don't talk to Him anymore. Don't talk about Him behind His back. So sabi niya, if he, your brother does not listen, you take another two or three witness. You go to your brother. Effort talaga to. Amen? Hindi to basta-basta mayayari, ginahungod, gitanimuron. Okay? That's how we should love each other. We take care of each other. And sometimes in taking care of your brother, you need to confront your brother. If he does not listen to you, you take two or three more witnesses and you go to him. Sabi sa scripture, so that his word may be established, so that he will realize dahil sa evidensya ng sinasabi nyo, Brad, ginawa mo to sa akin, alala mo. Oh Brad, ikaw din. Ginawa mo rin to sa akin. So tatlo na kayo, apat kayo. So, you know, he cannot deny it anymore. There is really a problem with me. Bakit ko ginagawa to sa maraming tao? At this point, when your brother listens and say, I'm really sorry, kasalanan ko talaga yan. Ako may gawa niyan. Can you help me? If your brother listens, tapos na ang problema. You have won him over already. Okay? Remember, a straying brother is a moving target for the enemy. Tinatarget talaga ng kaaway yan. You know, Satan cannot destroy us when we walk side by side together. That's why, how does the enemy destroy us? He divides us first. He prays on the weak ones. Tinatanggal mo na yan. Pag nag-solo ka na, that's where the enemy strikes you. But as God's people, we will not let the enemy strike our brother. Right? Natin hayaan, tirahin ang kaawayan. So we have to be there for that brother. He may not like it. Hindi niya nagustuhan yan. But you just have to be there. Now, if he does not listen to you and to the other witnesses that you have brought, sabi niya sa scripture, then Jesus said, now you take the matter to the church. Bring the matter to the church. Now, hindi ibig sabihin nito, i-announce mo publicly. O sa simbahan, si ganito, itong ginawa. O, hindi gayan. When it says here, bring the matter to the church, you talk to the leaders of the church. Okay? The bishops. You talk to the bishops and the priests, mga leaders ng simbahan, you bring the matter to them. Okay? Then the church, the leaders, will talk to this brother. Kakausapin siya. Okay? Talk to him. If he listens, tapos na ang problema natin. Then he repents of his sin, then he is reconciled to the community and to one another. He's reconciled to God. But again, if he does not listen, even to the leaders of the church, hindi na siya nakikinig, what will happen? What will happen? Then this is the time where the leaders exercise authority. This is the time when the leaders Sabi ni Jesus, then if he does not listen to you, treat him like a pagan or a tax collector. In other words, have nothing to do with him anymore. Pag hindi makinig. Okay? 
Sa church, ang tawag dyan, excommunication. You're excommunicated. You cannot participate in the activities of the church anymore. You cannot participate in the Eucharist anymore, which is the life of the church. Wala ka na. Bawal na sa'yo yan. You know, when Jesus said this, He's talking about one church, isang simbahan lang. Ang problema kasi ngayon, ang daming simbahan. That's why if you discipline one person, he just goes to the next church at doon siya magko-communion. Parang wala lang. Okay? But let us remind each other, there is only one church, only one God we serve. You cannot mock God. Pag may problema ka sa isang community, hindi yan nawawala pag lumipat ka sa ibang community. Hindi ka, hindi mo pwedeng sabihin, invisible na ako, hindi ako nakikita ng Diyos when I transfer to another church. That cannot be done. That's why sinabi dito, you have to exert your authority as leaders. Sabi niya, then you treat this brother like a pagan or a tax collector. Have nothing to do with him. Now, ano bang ibig sabihin yan? Paparusahan ka ba ng simbahan? Is the church trying to condemn and punish you? No! The purpose of excommunication, the purpose of casting you out from the fellowship of the church, para magising ka na. You would wake up, eto na ako ngayon, solo na. Wala nang nag-aalaga sa akin, mga kapatid. Wala nang naghahanap sa akin. Makapag-isip ka ng maigi. Just like the prodigal son. Dumaan muna sa hirap. Dumaan muna sa paghihiwalay sa kanyang magulang bago niya naisip. That's the purpose of excommunication. It's not a punishment. It's not a condemnation. It is an act of love when you just let go of your brother. Sige, pagbigyan kita, gawin mo ang gusto mo. When that happens, the church is now letting go of you so you may begin to think properly. Okay? Then, sinabi dito ni Lord, sinugtong ito. And this is something we need to understand. Sabi niya, if he does not listen even to the church, he does not listen even to the bishop or the leaders of the church, if he does not listen, if he refuses to hear them, okay, you treat him like a heathen and a tax collector. Then verse 18, sinabi ni Lord, As surely I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Wow. Dinugtong ka agad ni Lord. You know? What is He trying to say? The leaders of the church as successors of the apostles, they have been given the authority, the power to forgive or to retain the sin of a person. Yan ang delikado. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you lose on earth will be loose in heaven. This is the ability of the church to bind someone in his sin and to loose and to release someone from sin. The church has the ability to do this. 
Okay? Why is it important that we should be reconciled to each other? Why is it important na dapat mayroong umaalis, mayroong nagsistray away, bakit ibalik natin sila? Why do we need to bring them back? Why? Why? Because the next line, sabi niya, again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. A church that prays together is a powerful force on earth. Kaswa hindi pwede yung nagkakanya-kanya tayo. Yung iba, nagkakamali, and they stray from their fellowship. We need to come together as one. Amen? Corporate praying, the prayer of the church together is very, very powerful. Now, I love to pray alone. Okay, ito ang tinatawag ko personal devotion. Pag nag-personal devotion ako, I can go for hours and hours talking to God, crying to God, laughing with God. You know, personal time ko yan. But even if it is my personal prayer devotion, I am always in communion with the church. I am one with our fellowship. Okay, like early this morning, I did my devotion early this morning. It's me and God. It's my personal. But I am in communion with our community. Hindi ako nakahiwalay sa inyo. Kasama kayo dun. Physically, yes, I'm alone with God. But spiritually, I am one with the church. Why? Because there is power when we pray together. Kaya yung harp and bowl natin, it's very important that we learn to pray together. Okay? God loves Zion more than the dwelling places of Jacob. The dwelling places of Jacob represents your individual private devotion. But Zion represents the church together in prayer. There is power when we come together in prayer. Ito sinasabi niya, if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. Wow! All we need to do is agree. Wag tayong mag-away. Wag tayong magtampuhan. Wag tayong lumihis and aalis lalayo sa simbahan. Wag po. That's why we need to take care of each other. We need to see to it that we are always praying together as a community. Why? For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. What makes our prayer pow- powerful? It is powerful because Jesus said, if you gather in my name, I will be there. Amen? It's not our prayers that are powerful. It is because we have a God so great and powerful who answers our prayers when we come together. The fellowship is very important. Do not forsake fellowshipping with one another. Keep the fellowship living and active in the church. Magsasama-sama tayo. Family day, sama-sama tayo. Mainit, you know, magulo, maraming tao. Iba sa atin, nahihilo na. Bakit? Takbo ng takbo yung mga bata, you know? 
Tingin ng tingin sa mga bata, nahihilo ka na. But still, we go there, pumupunta tayo. Why? Because it's fellowshipping, it's strengthening our bond together. Amen? Amen? Pag may prayers tayo, sabay-sabay din tayo pumupunta. Ay, kabuhay-buhay, taro pangamuyo, ngaray, kainit. Ay, kasama yan. Mainit, mahaba minsan ang prayer natin. You know, but still we come. Why? It strengthens us. That's why when we go back into our homes, umuwi na tayo sa bahay natin, pumunta na tayo sa mga negosyo, sa office natin. Pag humaharap ka ng problema, napakalakas mo talaga when you are in fellowship and in communion with the church. It strengthens you. It gives you the strength. Amen? When I had an accident, nung naaksidente ako, akala ko yung araw na yon matatapos na yung buhay ko dahil hindi humihilom, hindi nagko-close yung wound ko dahil sa taas ng sugar ko. So bleeding ako ng bleeding kahit na nakatahi na siya. At that moment, I was not fearful for my life. You know why? You know why? Because I can sense your prayers. Kita ko na sa cellphone ko, people, may J33 na kaagad praying for me. I know the church that I am in communion with marunong magdasal. Amen? It should make you safe if you have a mother who can pray for you. If you have a sister and a brother who can really pray for you, safe na safe ang buhay natin. Pero minsan, yung nanay, yung tatay, yung kapatid na yan, pwede ring mahimasok sa buhay mo at pagsabihan ka rin. Amen? Kaya makinig din. Okay? So I pray for all of us this morning. This is not something so easy to do. Maraming ang ayaw ituro ito. Kasi it's very confrontation. Tayo mga Pilipino, ayaw natin ng conflict. Ayaw natin ng gulo. Mga Pilipino, di ba? Kaya yung mga kanta daw natin, malumanay ang mga kanta natin because we don't want confrontation and conflict. But one way we can love each other is when we learn to confront each other. We confront each other with love in our hearts. Hindi ako naiinis when someone points out to me my mistake and that person loves me very much, I'm not angry. I know he loves me. Pag sinabihan ako, huwag ka nang kumain ng maraming cake, tama na yan. Mapapaaga yung pagpunta mo kay Lord. Sige ka. Minsan nang nagsasabi niyan sa akin, you know, <laughs> ang liit pa. Sabi ko na, naliliitan ka sa akin. Yan ang sasabihin mo sa akin. But I welcome that because only those who love me will say that to me. Kaya okay lang. Pero sa akin pa rin kung makikinig ako, hindi. Okay? So praise God. Did you learn something today? Let's all stand in the name of the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit.